the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Woo! It's Friday night. That's right. I'm the one that you were looking for, even though you didn't really know that I was the one that you needed. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Happy Friday. I guess we didn't have sound effects. I already Friday. played it. Yeah, you already played it. Yeah. Happy April Fool's Day, by the way. Today's a special day. Um, not gonna make, not gonna be making any jokes today. First of all, April Fool's Day was never really my thing when I was a kid. You know, I didn't like, you know, that. You know, I kind of thought it was cruel. If somebody got one over on me, I thought it was cruel. Um, I'm too honest of a person. I kind of never really got the whole thing of like pranking people with bad news. I mean, wh- you know, what was the point of that? I never really understood it. Uh, you ruined my joke. I was going to come on the show and tell you I decided to become a Democrat. Okay. Well, yeah. See, I would have never fallen for it. So either it was dopey and I couldn't fall for it, in which case it was like you wasted my time, or it was something if I fell for it, then I'm upset that you lied to me. It's like, it's like why are we telling kids about Santa Claus, right? It's kind of a similar thing. Um, and, and then then in recent times, I think Americans have kind of backed away from it a little bit. We kind of not do it as much in oh, society. I do it every year. Well, but then when you face the times that we're in right now as a nation, right? Um, it, it's it could there be there's not one April Fool's joke you could make that could be any worse than what's happening right now with Joe Biden. Are they not the ultimate April Fool's joke that we got Joe Biden? Maybe they're coming out today admitting none of this even happened. Right, yeah. Uh, Big gag. Well, see, the results are, are, you know, when we're paying $8 to $7 a gallon of gas. I mean, the joke is on us, America. The joke is on us. And it's getting worse with an announcement that Joe Biden made today on immigration. We're going to talk about that in a moment. Of course, Friday, whether it's April Fool's Day or not, y'all know that that means Bob Walters will be here with the latest on education to share with you guys everything that's happening out there. We're trying to continue like we have for years. I think Bob and I were the first people that I knew of talking about what was going on in these schools, although the the, the 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 tip was out there, right? I mean, we kind of knew a little bit. Well, we, you're going to hear me talk more with Bob later on that. Um, then coming up on the show, of course, Friday also means Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. And man, do we have a nominee for Stink for you guys. And it's a doozy. Uh, and uh, a video has emerged about a, a certain... Uh, stench-filled person in the U.S. government that we've got to play for y'all a little bit later. Glad to have you guys with us tonight. 888-344-1170. Did somebody play a good April Fool's joke on y'all today? Um, 
you got a hear of the week or a stink of the week that you want to nominate, give us a shout, 888-344-1170. Joining me now, you already heard his voice a moment ago. You know who he is. He's no joke. He's the real deal. It's DJ Potato Skins. Yeah, I also wanted to come on the air and tell Andrea that I absolutely love every A&E movie ever made. Yeah, see, I wouldn't believe it. Yeah, because, you know, you two, you spend too much time watching these... Marvel uh, these, and Star Yeah, Wars these Marvel things. movies. All right, so um, I, I wish it was a joke to hear today that Joe Biden was going to go ahead and remove the title 42 protections. And that's a term that gets thrown around a lot. And and I haven't really heard anybody in media actually define what it means. Well, what happened in the Trump administration with COVID back in March of 2020, they um, implemented something called title 42, which makes it, it, which makes it legal for the United States to expel anybody from a country in which they have been exposed to a communicable disease, which, would really be the case, you know, even pre-COVID, right? Because we had things like whooping cough emerging back in, in San Diego County in California. Yeah, makes common sense. Well, yeah. I, well, not to mention not just common sense, but the fact that we have literally had a rise in, in diseases from third world countries going back to when Barack Obama and his uh, rush of unaccompanied minors back. And it was because of that that in 2014, this was such a problem for the American people that Democrats and African Americans peeled away from the Democrat Party and gave control of both houses of Congress to the Republican Party. And the two issues in 2014 that gave control of the Senate and the House of Representatives to Republican Party was twofold issue. Number one was immigration. They wanted the border sealed. And number two was they began to feel the effects of Obamacare and they wanted government taken out of our health care. Did any of that happen? Either one of those? Look at immigration. There was a reason why. And of course, the Republican Party, their excuse was, is that Barack Obama was still in the White House. So anything that they put before Barack Obama, he was just going to veto. So, gee, we got to throw up our hands. There's nothing Not we even going to try. Not even going to try, right? Because the Republican Party leadership, the Mitch McConnells, and the, the Paul Ryans, the Ryans Priebuses of the world who was running the RNC at the time, they love being the minority party because then they've got, they've got something they can raise money off of to campaign for and an excuse to not actually do anything. And that's why this issue was so important to the American people that when Trump came down the, the escalators in 2015, that was what he talked about. And that was one of the main issues why the American people voted for Trump. When they chanted build the wall, they meant it. That's what the American people wanted. It's one of the reasons why he tore down that blue wall in the upper Midwest. Why? Because, again, why did the African-Americans peel away from the Democrat Party during Barack Obama? Because this was people that they were competing for for jobs. It was taking jobs away from them. But then the Republican Party, once Trump got in, he had to go and try to try to basically like set up a piggy bank to try to scrape together a few pennies to try to build a wall because the Republican Party wouldn't help him with it. So he managed to do to do things like um, get remain in Mexico negotiated with the Mexican authorities. He got the regulations put in place with things like you've got to go and, and seek asylum at the first country for which you come in instead of traipsing across across four or five different countries to get into the United States of America. He flooded uh, the court system with judges to try to have hearings with the people that were here. He um, it, he ended the catch and release. He did everything that he could to try to fulfill the will of the people. And the Republican Party let him down. 
right? And the and the mainstream media furthered lies against him that he had children locked up in cages, right? The American people do not want this open border. They don't want it. But at least under Trump, he got a lot accomplished. He got a lot of that wall built, right? Stopped the caravans that came up with thousands and thousands of them got stuck in Mexico. We all remember the complaints from many of them because they were in TJ having to eat food given to them by these poor locals, which was absolutely shameful. Well, now we got another migrant caravan coming up at the same time that Biden has announced he's removing Title 42. We have had... Now, of course, it's not going to be removed. It's not going to be effective May 23rd. But the people that are coming up in these caravans, they're, you know, they have been anticipating it. In fact, I think it was Brian, uh, what's his name, Burkwam? Um, I can't remember his first name. He does a lot of reporting at, at the border, says that the, that the caravan that's stuck right now in uh, Chiapa down there that's complaining, they, made, they, they broke their way in through the southern border of Mexico, coming up through Guatemala, and they're complaining that, because Mexico has some strict immigration policies, right? They're complaining that Mexico isn't regularizing them, and they're just like mad that the U.S. hadn't, hadn't welcomed them here, right? And they're literally saying that they are waiting in anticipation for this Title 42 to be, to, to be removed, The idea that, and, and oh, by the way, it, since the Democrats, African Americans, and more gave the Republican Party uh, control of the House to seal the border, at that point, it was largely the issue. We had some drugs coming across. We had MS-13 gangs coming across. We know Trump introduced us to angel, you know, families who lost loved ones to that. But now it's gotten even worse. It's gotten even worse. The fentanyl coming across could wipe out, I think I've, I've read like, uh, you know, uh, I think at least a third of the country. There's enough fentanyl coming across that it could, it could kill off 100 million Americans. The human trafficking, the child trafficking coming across here, the drug cartels coming across, the bad people coming across here, it's just astounding. This is an intentional invasion of our country that will literally destroy us. It's even worse in ter- than, than, when the, than it was about the African Americans being concerned that this is who they were competing for for jobs. This is an intentional destruction of the United States of America for votes, for power. But not all Democrats are on board with this. It's interesting because Joe Manchin had this to say today. Maybe that, that would get us to spur us to get a good immigration policy that works for Americans secure borders. Borders have to be secure. He's right. The borders have to be secure. But of course, let me remind you, though, about Joe Manchin, because conservatives would probably hear him say the borders need to be secure and herald him a hero. He also says in that clip, hopefully this will spur us to get some immigration policy. We have an immigration policy. In fact, Donald Trump never even had to do Title 42. You know what we have? We have laws that say you're not supposed to come to this country illegally. We have a legal process for you. And if you're seeking asylum, it's a very narrow reason for why you get to seek asylum and it's not because your husband's mean to you at home it's not because you can't get a job it's not because you know you're living in Honduras and like some of the people that were in migrant caravans that just you know wanted to come to the United States it's not because you already had a family member from 20 years ago who broke in here and now you want family reunification in fact according to our asylum laws 
You're supposed to go to the first country in which you go into. We've got, according to uh, reports, there are immigrant illegals coming across as part of these caravans from 157 countries. We're only bordered by two. 157 countries? So you're telling me they're not stopping along the way at the nearest uh, border, Andrea? Well, right. Well, I'm seeing reports that there's churches here in San Diego that are, you know, are doing all these donations to help all these Ukrainian refugees. How did people from Ukraine get here? That's a long trip. What are we doing? It does not make us wrong to put America first, because let me remind everybody If America gets destroyed because of fentanyl, if America gets destroyed because our cities are overrun by MS-13 gangs, if America is destroyed economically because we're already, what, $30 trillion in debt with unfunded entitlements that we can't pay for, and now all of these people are coming here and, and, and on the dole to be supported by taxpayers, it's going to break the backs of America. And that's by design. Very few people talk about Cloward Piven, which is, which is the game plan to destroy, to break the back of America, to create a, a system of where there's so many people more takers than makers. It's funny, Andrea, a lot of people say, oh, the Biden administration, they don't know what they're doing. Oh, no, they know exactly what they're doing. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm so tired of hearing conservatives say that that there is an issue of competency. Yeah, we know Joe Biden is incompetent mentally, morally. He's he's corrupt morally. He's he's corrupt politically. You know, he's he's been, you know, using his position politically but it's for his family. But but he, it, first of all, he's not making any decisions. He's a mouse mouthpiece. He was the Manchurian candidate who was installed in the White House like software. Um, but this is all by design, all by design. We're going to spend some more time next week. Now that we're in a two hour format, we're going to sp- tell me AK is on for two hours. That's right, baby. One hour ain't enough. We got to get us to two. We're going to be able to, with with two hours, we're going to be able to spend more time in each of these topics. And so we're going to visit the Hunter Biden story and the corruption from Joe, because that's starting to get hot. But right now, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to get into, delve in deep on uh, what's happening where schools across the country, what you need to know with Bob Walters. And uh, you're free to give us a shout, 888-344-1170. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Happy April Fool's Day. Hopefully nobody uh, pulled any nasty joke on you. But if somebody pulled one that you thought was good, or if you got a nominee for Hero of the Week or Stink of the Week, give us a buzz. 888-344-1170. Before the break at the open of the show, we were talking about the real border invasion that we need to be concerned about you know we're spending sending billions and billions of dollars over to ukraine right to to preserve their sovereignty while ours is being lost by the second but we got to move on because fridays means bob walters and our education segment and i don't mind bragging and telling y'all like i did at the open of the show how bob and i were pioneers and talking about what's going on in the schools bob starting it and me inviting him on the show you mean you were right again yes in fact i i, I can clearly before i bring in bob i got to remind everybody a couple a couple years ago, um, I rem- remarked on the show that my radio hero, Rush Limbaugh, had for the first time in 20, almost 30 years, began talking about the education system and the issues of indoctrination about maybe two years ago. That's how late 
the the media was. That's how far behind they were, me and Bob Walters. And so, um, Bob, on that note, I got to bring you in. Hello, Bob Walters. Well, hello. So you're going to go to a two-hour show pretty soon? It's starting Monday. Oh, Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hadn't even had a chance. I'm glad I'm glad you heard the good news, my dear. I hadn't even had a chance to chat with you about it on the phone. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's good. Congratulations. Thank you. So what you got for us this week? Well, uh, there is a proposal in Placentia, Yorba Linda School District that would remove teaching race in society and, and other programs such as critical race theory would ban it. Good. And as opposed to making it final, which is good news. That's very good news. Now, where is that Placentia again? Where is that? Placentia and Yorba Linda School District. Yorba Linda. Where is, is that? Is that in, in Orange County? Yeah, it's Orange County. Okay, good. That's excellent. Yeah. What's odd is that a lot of the students have risen up against it because they said the colleges in California might cut them off from advanced placement classes if the school district pass such a rule, which I don't believe is accurate at all. Well, but it just goes to show that, that, you know, the extent that it's even well known about these colleges and universities, that these kids are now concerned that they're not going to meet the requirement of, you know, hating white people and, you know, what, you know, and also welcoming, I guess, the OBGTQ and whatever else the indoctrination is. They're concerned about it, but that should not stop the school district from doing the right thing. I agree. And I wish him well. Now, moving on, we got Oklahoma just passed a law protecting women's sports, and the governor signed it. So there's another state that now forbids transgenders to be playing in the opposite sex sports, particularly Excellent. women's sports. Excellent. That's Oklahoma, you said? Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. How, it just passed yesterday. How many states is that now, I wonder? Because I think uh, you've reported on that before. Six states have made it illegal. It's pending in five other states, but it hadn't passed yet. You know that you know it should that not be every state? How how did we get here, Bob? You know we got here because not everybody's been paying attention like you and I have been to the schools and what's going on because it it all the, all this stuff started in the schools, right? This it all did. started didn't this start back when you and I were talking about Drag Queen Story Hour? Yep, sure did. Here right, go. we've been talking. We've been talking for years. The, you were reporting o- over two years ago about the sex ed curriculum in California and how that was targeting kindergartners with this stuff, and that was years ago. Yep, and we're still in the battle, but yep. hopefully we can cure it one of these days. That's right. Then you got Bill Earl Dale Middle School in Dallas, Texas, asked the public for fifty men to act as stand-in dads for the 150 kids in that school who lacked a father in their lives. To their shock, they got 600 volunteers, and the, and the sessions were a huge success. They had breakfast with the boys and mentored those who took, and mentored those they took under their arms, even teaching young boys how to tie their ties. Oh, it's my very- you know, Andrea, those men are, for me, up for Hero of the Week. Yes. That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. This is where, where was this, Bob? It's in Dallas, Texas. In Dallas, it's 600 volunteers? You go, yeah. man. They only, asked, they, they only asked for 50 or 60 for the 150 kids, but they got 600. That is amazing. Oh, my gosh. I've got tears in my eyes. This is so wonderful because, you know, this – and this just goes – God bless these guys because – 
children need dads in their lives, they need father figures in their lives, and they need mothers in, in their lives. And there is a role for each gender, right? And that's one of the reasons why they've been pushing all this anti-gender stuff and this gender nonconformity or gen- whatever they want to call it, because they want to destroy the traditional roles that are so necessary. And it just warms my heart to know that there's 600 men in the Dallas area that responded to volunteer that aren't going to give up on that so important need for kids to have a father figure in their you know, life. Andrea, that might be the story of the month. I know it's April, but that's the best news story I've heard in a long time. Yes, and nobody's talking about it, but Bob. Nobody. <laughs> that's true, <laughs> sadly. A Chester County judge in Pennsylvania tosses out five members of the West Chester School Board in Pennsylvania. This stemmed from a petition filed by a parent on the grounds that they voted to make mask mandatory despite their Supreme Court in that state ruling that such mandates were unconstitutional and forbidden. But they continued to do it, and they were five Democrats out of the seven board members, and they were all tossed out and fired <laughs> by the <laughs> That's so good. Bob, I don't know yeah. if I can handle myself all this good news this week. I know. Five out of seven are Demo- Democrats, or maybe yeah. all seven were Democrats. I don't know. But five out of the seven were kicked out because they tried to defy the state Supreme Court and force their will onto the bodies of children with mask mandates, and they got the boot. I love it. Yeah, it is good news, I swear. <laughs> Awesome. In, in, in Texas, um, Liberty for Kids group, it's a new organization, is pushing for all parents to decide what school they want their kids to attend for the best education. That sounds like our school choice initiative here. Mm-hmm. These state funds under the proposal would follow the kids. The Texas Supreme Court recently ruled that tax dollars held in trust for students can be used for their education in any manner they choose. In other words, the, like in California, the certain percentage of the state has to be held in trust for schools, public schools. Okay. But in Texas, it just says for education. So they're going to try to expand it to allow them to choose any school they want, not just public school down the street. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Very good. And then parents in Baltimore are suing their school district for their abject failure to educate children in a massive waste of all public money. Forty-one percent of their students have a grade point average of one point zero. <gasps> oh my gosh! Forty-one percent have a grade point of barely over one point zero. I know it's really sad. This is this is oh, Pittsburgh. It's, it's, was this Pittsburgh? You said this was in Baltimore. In Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah. So the parents are rising up against it, which is good news. They are really taking strong action. Their hope is that the kids are allowed to flourish in schools that are not part of the broken system of public schools. Well, yeah, and by the way, isn't this Joe Biden's? This is his his hometown, right, Baltimore. This is also a city, Baltimore. Re, re, to remind y'all, this is the where Freddie Gray happened. The entire city has been run by African Americans. Whether we're talking right. about the mayor, the DA, police chief, school boards, and you look at the result, you look at what's happening, and there needs to be some accountability. And I and I don't know, I'm not an attorney, Bob, but I would I would like to think that this is such a gross misuse of taxpayer funds and it, you know uh, it, i don't know what protections these unions or whatever have but i godspeed to these these families on behalf of these kids who've just been completely uh, the taxpayers and the children have been completely betrayed yep 
Well, it's true in a lot of the states, like California, where you got rising up to take action. And hopefully more and more states are going the thing with parents actually getting involved and doing so. That's right. College crazies. A college professor from Claremont here in California reports his experience with today's kids. They don't know how to read or write or think. When he gave them a reading assignment, it seemed to fly over their heads. They were used to the idea that reading meant skimming and skipping. He realized also the thought of writing as something that just happens, that they never have been asked to pay attention to their sentences as a conscious construction. Yet Claremont is a high-ranked and expensive school, college, that you would think would have better prepared students. He wondered how college students were doing in the lesser colleges, and even suggested they should not be telling kids to, what to think and how to live, an anti-racist fight that they should engage in. Today's professors do not see themselves as mentors, but as announcers. Wokeism is their new mission to change the world. Well, hat, yeah, hat tip to that guy. For those who aren't in Southern California, the Claremont Colleges are, are considered uh, really, really um, uh, uh, one step below the Ivy Leagues. Yeah, in fact, it's uh-huh. super expensive. In fact, I, I think one of the deans was that guy Eastman, who was an attorney for Trump and was there on the January 6th rally. And he was forced to resign. Um, and I think you reported on that a while back that he was forced yeah. to resign just because he represented Trump and spoke at a rally and it, it had no involvement whatsoever in anything violent. And he was forced out. That was the Claremont Colleges. And it just goes to show how corrupted even these supposed um, high, you know, institutions of learning are because how did anybody who can't read or write or construct a sentence get into the Claremont colleges, Bob Walters? I agree. It's really sad. Yeah. And that's Parents really have to watch what is going on and where they choose for their kids. Well, then it also begs the question, I brought this up to you before, that it's they're getting rid of SAT scores and all the you know merit-based admissions to get in. Are they having to dumb down their curriculums so that they can pass? Or are they just, or are they just spitting them out after they're one semester or two in and 100 grand in debt? I, I, I don't know. Um, but these are things that p- parents need to be figuring out before they spend $100 to fill out an application and get their kids signed up to, to massive debt at a school that they can't afford and and, and can't pass. We're going to take a break here with Bob and we're going to continue with him on the other side of the break and then later on in the show y'all going to want to stay tuned for our nominee for Stink of the Week. Don't go away. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Andrea K. The Donut Queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Hi, Andrea. I am no biologist, but I know that you are a woman. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> well, thank you for calling. You don't need to be a biologist to know that I am indeed all female. Oh, what makes anybody a female? What makes anyone a woman, right? Hey, if you want to give us a call on our comment line, please do so. It's 844-814-5227. Anything you want to say to me, feel free to say so. You're, you, you don't even have to call and compliment me. Even though I'm, I'm open to any and all compliments, you can even call and argue with me. I might even play that on the air. All right, continuing on with my dear friend, Bob Walters, who just had us in such a good mood before we got into college crazies. But that's okay. It was we, almost an entire segment of good news. I know. It was fabulous. But you know what? We, we know that even though there's progress being made, we got to keep our foot, our pedal to the metal. And we're going to continue with that now. All right, Bob Walters, carry on. Okie doke. 
John Ellis, a professor at University of California, Santa Cruz, for 50 years, has just written a book called The Breakdown of Higher Education, How Did It Happen, The Damage It Does, and What Can Be Done. Excellent detail on the downgrading of our colleges and damage it does for our future as a country and for the students in real life. I would suggest that you look on, on the Amazon for the book, The Breakdown of Higher Education. It's a great book by John Ellis. The Breakdown I, of I, Higher Education. Wrote it down just now. Okay. On other, other news, which necessarily is not good, on discipline issues in schools, Glover Park School in Washington has decided that it must now be culturally responsive, which means discipline would not be based on conduct, but consider the race and background of the violator. Well, oh, 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 so um, somebody does, somebody, Will Smith's uh, another individual, goes up and smacks somebody across the face because they don't like it, and how that's handled depends on the skin color of whoever Will Smithed the other person. Yeah, and, and, and cultural background. <laughs> so what does that mean, Bob? Did, did they de- define that in this the cultural background? Does that mean that, um, you know, it, it's not just your skin color? It also has to do if you were poor? Well, the discipline must be supportive and equitable with family rooms, uh, norms, and values of different cultures being considered when they look at what punishment might be matching the violation. I mean, that's really going to help the colleges and the schools do you do it with the tone down the violence that's going on in the schools today? So if we're so if we've got um, people immigrating into this country illegally from cultures that aren't like ours, that aren't civil, and think it's okay to beat people up or spit in their face or throw shoes at them or whatever, they're going to get a pass for bad behavior. Sounds like okay. Wow, wow. It's a, a bad trend. Yeah, that wouldn't turn. And then you got Albert. Albert Maley County Public Schools superintendent in Virginia has big plans for students in gender discovery and experimentation. Sounds good, huh? Mm. (laughs) He and his board held a seminar for the teachers for elementary school students on indoctrination in transgender culture, language, and comportment, while parents' rights are flouted. This is what they just finished last week teaching the, uh, the the teachers in that school it's crazy and where was this this was in uh, virginia this yeah well i'm telling you virginia has been blue for a long time they're crazy in virginia and north not northrum the yunkin who just took over needs to be handling that um yeah. because this is the sexual you and i've been reporting on this for years and you know what somebody brought up a good point it, it, it's gotten extreme now but it got to this point because too many over, people overlooked it and i'm looking at you some of you parents some of the parents that are outraged today are the same parents that sat their kids in front of a drag queen story hour at a library when they were five. <laughs> right. True. Right. Because right. Because they're not they're not thinking, you know, they buy into, well, let's you know, it's just fun or they, uh, they too many conservatives and too many just average Americans aren't thinking about the second and third level. What's going to come next? But the Democrats are. There's always an end game. Right. I'm afraid so. And you got a Maryland school board district paid an anti-racist consulting firm $1 million to ask parents of their six-year-old children if they were being taught enough about racism. <laughs> Who pays a million dollars for a poll of that nature? Well, with test scores down, parents are livid. Montgomery literacy rate in 2021 fell 
30 to 40% depending on the grade level. And only 54% are considered proficient. A group called United Against Racism in Education is taking them on, which is good. This has already spent $750,000 to hold restorative justice training for teachers and staff. <laughs> then, if that wasn't enough, mm-hmm. they bought hundreds of copies of the book 1619, which is, <laughs> makes a total joke out of American history, yeah. written by Abram Kendi, for every student and staff member in the school. Wow. Um Listen, this is this is an, a serious uphill battle, and what's going to have to take place if we're going to route out all the sexualization of children, the, the recruitment, the the transgender uh, conversion therapy that's going on, and and that's exactly what it is. I mean, the the transgender movement can't go to a bunch of thirty year olds and go, "Hey, you know, somebody told you you were a boy when, boy when you were born. You really want to be a girl? How about you whack it off?" That that no, they got to go to little kids, right, who are susceptible. You know, that's what's going on here. And if we're going to route that out, if we're going to route out the the discrimination and the and the racism in our schools, and get back to kids being taught something so that they can be you know, good adults that can, you know, support themselves and, and have a decent future. It's going to take everybody at a local level fighting back and pushing back, running for school board, going to school board meetings, outing these school boards for what they're doing. I'm loving that story about just like in San Francisco, getting rid of these school board members that are yep. just completely um, tyrannically, you know, destroying kids' lives. But it's going to, it's, uh, we're seeing progress, but in order to completely route it out, we got to all join together and get active. Well, another point I've got is Idaho conservatives are alarmed by the stream of bills coming out of the legislature. A bill to stop pornography passed in the assembly that was blocked by the liberals in the Senate. They then passed a law making it a crime to disseminate pornography in public but with the exception of schools and public libraries. <laughs> so porn is I bad mean, everywhere but in our schools. Yeah, yeah you, can, you, can, you can do pornography and you want, but not in the schools. Or you, I mean, excuse me. The other way around. Except in the schools. It's just disgusting. It really is. And I thought that's a pretty conservative state, but I think too many Californians have moved to Idaho. Well, yeah, and that's that's a problem. That's why there's not really other than Florida is about the most red state we have. But there's even pockets there of crazy. You know, look at what's going on with Disney. This is flat out perversion, right? I mean, this is not about wanting, you know, kids to feel like, you know, they're, you know, they're not, you know, going to be bullied if their hair is weird or if they're, you know, gay or whatever when they're 16. This is this is literal perversion. This is demonic. This is this is the push. I'm telling you, and you and I have talked about this, the end game here is to, and well, it's shown in pornography in these school libraries of children having sex with adults. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's okay. It's wrong in this public street, but it's fine to do it in the schools. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, then you got the National Education Association, NEA, has now listed standardized testing as, quote, racist, unquote, since it shows gaps between the races. Oh, my goodness. How terrible could that be? (laughs) Well, you know, the thing is, is there's um, 
I don't if there's gaps in the races, it's not because of ability inherently in somebody's race. I think it could be culturally, you know, let's just be honest. That's why Harvard started downgrading Asian applicants, because, you know, of course, you know, we're speaking generally here. But I I think generally, if you're looking at a merit based application system, the Asian community, there's a far greater number of Asian students that academically are higher than uh, than others, including white kids. I mean, that's just the reality. Uh, and I think it's cultural and I think that they shouldn't be punished for it. And no other, no, no other group should be given an, an unfair advantage because of it. It is true. They insist that all who are concerned with racial justice in education must advocate for assessment tools that don't replicate racial and economic inequality. Oh my goodness. Yeah, we, you know, this is, this is the slow creep, death by a thousand cuts of the communist in in society, all trying to do everything they can to destroy our Judeo-Christian principles and values, and most, and and in addition, not most importantly, but our merit-based system. We are a country that was founded on the idea that nothing, you weren't entitled to anything. Nothing was going to be given to you. You had to work for it. Right. And that there is no such thing as equal outcomes because no two individuals are equal in personality and ability and in skills and work ethic. And this is just, and, and it's destroying us. It's destroying us. And, but I, I'm, I'm glad we started with some good news tonight because there's progress being made pushing back against it. By the way, Biden administration, you know, who's ruining this country anyway, under the teachers union, the, he has decided that in California, new rules are set to sabotage the modest $440 million the federal government gives to charter schools in California. They want to get rid of it, all of it. That, that is pennies out of the, I mean, not even pennies out of the federal budget. Not even pennies. I know. Is but it's it, the intent of getting rid of an option against public schools. Absolutely. And Biden's doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway. you know what? Um, homeschool as much as you can. You were doing it anyway during COVID. That's true. A lot of people are doing it, and that's good. Any updates for us on school choice and We the Kids? Oh, we've got one week left in school choice before the deadline that all the petitions have to be in. Uh, people came to my office today and dropped off 5,000 petitions, wow. which is great. <laughs> wow. Uh, huge piles that it came in with. Anyway, we have one more week left for anybody who wants to join in and help in the last-ditch effort to make this get on the ballot until April 6th. So... Please contact CaliforniaSchoolChoice.org and find out how you can jump in and help. All right. Well, thank you for all you do to help the kids and this country. Yeah, and, and just keep in mind, U.S. Uh, school, uh, we the kids U.S. It's a good group too. Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna post both of those on on all my socials. Thank yeah. you, Bob Walters. Have a You're great welcome. weekend. You too. We'll talk to you soon. All right, now stay tuned because we got Here of the Week and Stink of the Week coming right up. AK, Dynamite in a Dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show on this April Fool's Day. Hey, it ain't no joke what we've been reporting to you guys. Out of Pfizer's own data, the number of deaths, the number of adverse reactions, 
that are are going to only compound as we go further. We've known for a while. Well, we even before we knew those reports, we knew that the time from inception to market was drastically reduced and that we were basically all a part of a clinical trial. And and at the same time that they were being forced on Americans, you either get this jab or everybody, you know, or you or there's a price to pay. This is what's been going on in this country, whether it, including pregnant women, children now and on and on and on. We reported extensively last night as well as a few days ago, the extent of it. And I want you to think about that. I want you to think about those of us questioning. Well, wait a second. What if even at the beginning, one of the things I talked about was they didn't did they test these on anybody who had had it because there's something called pathogenic priming. We know that if somebody has already gotten something, they have natural immunity. Oh, no, they do, They just kept telling us, stop with this natural immunity. No, 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 no. The vaccine you, protection is better. Vaccine protect. Well, first of all, they dismissed that there was any such thing available as part of COVID that had anything to do with natural immunity. And then it was when people were like, well, wait a second, you're defying hashtag science because that's natural immunity has kind of always been a thing. Um, and then it was, well, you know, the shots are better. Uh, rewind, flashback, somebody found an old clip of Fraud Fauci on C-SPAN. This is the ultimate flip-flop. Yeah. To a vaccination. That's a, that's a very, very small minority of it. And unfortunately, that appears to be the case with you. Uh, but she's had the flu for 14 days. Should she get a flu shot? Well, no. If she got the flu for 14 days, she's as protected as anybody can be. Because the best vaccination is to get infected yourself. And if she she really has the flu, if she really has the flu, she definitely doesn't need a flu vaccine. If she really has the flu, she should not get it again. No, she doesn't need it because it's the it's the most potent vaccination is getting infected yourself. Is there maybe science has changed since then? No, what's changed is um, how much they can charge and how much money the FDA can make. Remember, we talked to uh, Rebecca Terrell. The members of the F- FDA are on the board of Moderna. They're literally making money off of this. And now you know why, for the first time in American history, they told sick people and healthy people to stay inside instead of how do you build natural immunity, which is something I talked about with um, Jane Orient, Dr. Orient, who's the uh, executive director of the um, Association of American Physicians and Surgeons, where she said, I hope, uh, remember Gavin Newsom was saying 40% of all Californians could get it. And she said, I hope so, because that's how you get to natural immunity. You're not going to stop this thing from spreading around. There will be natural immunity people who get it right will build up a natural immunity to it they have been denying all of that partly for profits and mostly importantly for power there's a video going around that i gotta see if i can find out who it was uh, and, and give it to you guys next week of somebody from the world economic forum talking about covid and these shots gave them a way to get everybody under a digital surveillance system this has all been about power and of course profits are a part of that because under communist societies and as part of the the new world order it's it, it always expands the money heavy at the top in the elites with a bunch of poor peasants at the bottom so this is about profits and it's about power and how in the world that this man still has his job is beyond me this man denied therapeutics that he knew would work he killed americans he killed americans by denying therapeutics he killed americans by forcing them to stay inside their homes and he's killed americans with these shots we already know who our hero of the week is it's those dads and volunteers out of texas and you, you guys, go, guys. Are, that's right hey we're two hours beginning monday 
6 to 8 p.m. Pacific time. We'll be live. Have a great weekend and and come back on Monday. Peace out. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.